Welcome to the Art Chatter podcast, a fortnightly window into the working lives of two artists, Karen George and Gaydon Leverett-Shakes. Join us for our chats as we mix up friendship and art and inspiration for artists and art lovers alike. Morning, Karen. Good morning. <laughs> Sorry, I have to say I'm giggling because we've had that many technical hitches this morning that we're kind of, you know, when the when it finally says recording, it's such a relief. So welcome along to everybody to episode eight because you nearly didn't get one because we were both quite frustrated. <laughs> we started to tear our hair out and thinking, oh my goodness. What do we do? What do we do now? Oh, well, never mind. Never mind. Yeah, we're here, which is um, interesting because our subject this week is about finding a balance. Yes. <laughs> How are you doing, Karen, anyway? I'm Let's doing, start at the I'm beginning. doing great because last time we chatted, I was feeling absolutely exhausted and I was surviving on uh, chocolate and coffee. Yep. Too much chocolate and coffee, I have to say. And... I'm sure I'm not the only one that does that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did the that design trust review, you know, the quarterly review, and it makes yeah. you assess where you are with your art and the different segments of your art in terms of sort of marketing and all this. But it also makes you think about other things that you have in your life. So things like your family, your health, your... Um, I don't know, I can't think of all the words now. But anyway, it it actually just makes you sort of reset and yeah. think actually what's important. Because I, I don't know about you, but it's been a few weeks of um, exhibitions and and then having sort of set your own deadlines and everything. And I was getting a bit blinkered and mm. um, sort of thinking, oh, I've got to do this, I've got to do that. And actually it was all self-imposed, a lot of it is self-imposed deadlines and I wasn't building in things like keeping healthy and doing things like going for walks and all the things that make me happy, I wasn't doing as well. And I think, you know, we all need to sort of almost somebody to say, hang on a moment, you know, what are you doing? And uh, I, I completely understand. We had a couple of weeks, you and I were we were rushing to framers and rushing to deliver paintings, uh, not just in one place, but in several. And then going to another arts trail, taking things down, changing things over. We had a couple of buyers, which, you know, we're very grateful for, but it meant that we were then dashing to see um, collectors who, you know, can you put help us put this piece up or can you deliver it or whatever the, the need is. And so there's there's all these crazy deadlines for everything. And it's just finding where do you stop? 
and I'm I'm very lucky because 12 months ago we did get the pup who you know regular listeners will know about and it forces me to go for a walk every day um I am very lucky that my husband is so supportive and he will take Ziggy out if I'm not around but the reason we got her is so that I can actually stop and take a breather and go for a walk and all those good healthy things because as soon as you get your wellies on and you get outside the door it's like a big sigh of relief to just get out and and force yourself to have a nice walk and that's one of the main things where I've found balance but it's been a crazy few weeks what do you do yeah what I was going to say is that I wasn't it wasn't as if I wasn't doing those things I was yeah I was going for a walk I was going to the gym I was going you know doing all those things but my mind was still on art right and so I wasn't I suppose fully what they say fully present with what I was doing mindful um I wasn't going to the gym as often as I should and I don't know about you, but if I do any exercise, it is all consuming in terms of it's so much sort of either pain or exhaustion that you can't think of anything else. <laughs> so I, I should maybe go there more often to sort of still my mind a bit. But I think what I needed to do was actually stop thinking about other things, you know, art related things and thinking, not thinking, oh, I've got to do this, I've got to do that, but actually sort of think, well, what's good about this moment in time you know enjoying enjoying family time or going for a walk and enjoying noticing sort of the change of you know the leaves are all changing at the moment and the light is just wonderful you know that really soft autumn light but I could have been going around thinking oh or I have in the past and you know you do you think oh maybe I should take a photo now because that would make a good Instagram post or should I do this or should I do that rather than just enjoying the moment and sort of taking some um, time out. Um, and actually, I with the review, with that um, quarterly review, we actually made a conscious decision to... Can I just say, I apologise yeah. for the dog barking in the background. <laughs> it, was all, it was all happening today. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Sorry, Karen, the quarterly review. Yeah, yeah I think what I... I decided was that my main goal this month was actually was balance was putting things in perspective and actually being more achievable in terms you know making sure everything was more achievable and not unrealistic deadlines and goals so and also making sure that looking after myself was as much as a priority as my art absolutely the thing is, if you don't look after yourself, the art suffers. It's like a vicious circle, isn't it? And this, we have to all sort of say, hello, Ziggy, how are you doing? <laughs> oh, my God. I just, I just for listeners, the house has turned into chaos because somebody delivering came. And so dog and husband and delivery are all kind of making lots of noise at the same time. And so talking about mindfulness, my mind is not where it should be. <laughs> I made the mistake of thinking I'd find balance by having the podcast in my living room today so I could relax instead of the studio 
And oh boy, I've learned my lesson. I do apologise. The next one, the next one we can do in the studio again. I went in the studio and I think that's why we had all the technical problems because the Wi-Fi <laughs> maybe wasn't as strong as it should have been. But, you know, you try and do these things, don't you? Oh, crazy times, but we're, we're keeping it real. We're keeping it real. <laughs> so mindfulness and I think, you know, it's, it's been quite... Um, I want to say a bit of a cliche at times, you know, everybody's being mindful, but it matters. It really does matter to actually take the time to, um, you know, when you're in the moment, appreciate it and just relax into it and be present. You know, it's, it sounds so cliche and yet it makes a heck of a difference. The, the way I have managed to switch off in the last couple of weeks is my mum came to visit and so I had to do I mean I didn't have to but I chose to put all my work as if I was properly on holiday to one side for the time she was here and focusing because you know we're in those times where every minute counts because and I haven't seen my family properly for a long time because of COVID and everything else. So when she was able to come and visit, the time is so precious that I put everything else aside. Um, and we went out for days and we spent time walking together with our dogs and doing all those things that we've taken for granted for many years. But actually having my mum with me, it meant that I saw things from her viewpoint through her eyes and, you know, revisiting, you know, familiar walks and have her comment on different plants and trees and all those things gave me a new and a fresher perspective. And so sitting here today, I actually feel so inspired to get back to work this afternoon. But the break has done me good. The break has done yeah. me such a power of good. Yeah, I didn't have the same sort of time. I didn't have anyone visiting or anything, but I last week I took a day out and I mm. went to, I actually went on a workshop. Yay. And it was um the it was a workshop that Gina Belford was running and I went along to that because she's local to me. It didn't need me to travel particularly far. Mm. And she works in a more abstract way than me although she uses acrylic she works in a more abstract way mm. and I thought three hours why not just go and just totally take the pressure off and just enjoy the moment enjoy being there and I have to say at the end of the session we had to fill out a little sort of feedback form and I could honestly say that the entire time I was there I wasn't thinking about anything else other than what I was actually doing. Wow. And I think that is really relaxing. You know, I just sort of thought, and it was really, it was really inspiring. I came away and then yesterday I was in the studio, I was sort of pottering about and I found myself using some of the processes she was talking about in my own way on my mm. own work and thinking, oh, would that work? If I use that sort of approach in my own right. work, would that work? And, you know, 
it just I suppose it sparked things off so rather than trying Mm. it was coming more naturally again and I think because I was much more relaxed and well rested and you know enjoying it but I think just taking time out just to do something totally different where you're not necessarily thinking about have we talked about it before not thinking about an outcome yeah often will lead to an outcome anyway so Mm. inspired by your walks you're thinking, oh, I could do this, I could do that. Yeah, it's it's those autumn colours, not the kind of oranges and browns and all the familiar autumn colours, but like you say, the soft light on the river or, mm. you know, it's those muted tones. So I'm just thinking, what well, I need to get and play with those and how do I create that colour and how do I soften this colour? So... Yeah, it's really inspiring to actually stop. Um, and I feel very excited. I am so excited. I know we've got a couple of other art trails coming up again. But for me, it's online, which I, I took a decision again about balance. Um, and I knew that physically it was too much for me to get to make the distance and spend the whole days. And so I, I thought, well, I'll invest in doing it online instead, which is the Cam Valley Arts Trail, um, which we've mentioned before. And that's open at the beginning of November. And that was, I took a view on that because of balance, because I knew that physically I was getting more and more exhausted. Um, and I need to save my energy because we've then got what would have been the Bath Christmas Market, which is very much smaller this year. Um, but we have an opportunity to be in the gallery, 44, Studio 44, no, 44 AD art space um, for the week for Bath Humbug. Um, and I know I need to save my energy for that and also do some more work for that, smaller pieces perhaps. So it's given me a time to step back and, and do that as well. Um, do you think, do you think that hmm. sometimes, you know, I, I take levels on, but I think, do you think you have to give yourself permission to not do as much? Yeah. It's, there's nothing wrong with not not pushing yourself sort of 100% all the time because does yeah. it go in cycles for you? Because I, I sort of get, you know, I'm really, really busy, but then I have a time where I need to just recover a bit and then I can take off again. And I wonder whether it would work better if I was a little bit more um, measured um, you know, working at eighty percent. Well, no, I couldn't work. I'm always. <laughs> I have to admit it. I'm always going to be full on. Always full on. Who am I kidding? Who am I kidding? The I thing am. is, you know, we we have these great intentions of of working at, um, you know, just kind of taking a couple of hours out during the day and then going back to it, or doing something similar. And in reality, as soon as you have a gap in the day. I fill it. Yeah. Something else. So even if even if I said right between two and three, I'm going to just stop and walk around the garden and breathe in the air. Yeah. Uh, I'd kind of think, oh, there's a bit of weeding to do. <laughs> you know? So yeah, I'd fill the time with something else. So I might as well commit to doing, you know, I just might as well accept that this is how I work. I mean, I, you, you and I both know that I became quite ill last year and, and had a couple of lessons in how to pace myself and allow myself to rest when I needed to. 
and um, I was quite I was quite frustrated. I was really and so it kind of goes goes to grain. And I think I am one of those people who's, you know, you go at 100 miles an hour and you crash and burn a bit, and then you're back up to you know 90 miles an hour. And I think you and I are similar in that way. You kind of go full on, full on, full on, and then you just have to stop. I'm sure there is a better way. Yeah, I mean, I I know that I need to say no a lot more, and I'm practicing. Yes, that. I'm practicing. And when I'm quite good at saying no. Yeah, I do envy you. I always feel guilty of letting someone down. Yeah. So I always try to do when somebody asks something. I always try to do it. And but then when I say I'm going to do it, I then do it to my best ability. Yeah, and I, that's my own um, standards, I suppose. Sort of. Yeah, I, I think I became better at saying no um, a few years ago when I realised that I spent my time almost people pleasing and doing things for the people, but actually it had a detrimental effect on the work I was doing because I didn't get time to do my stuff properly and that's when you think well actually if I'm going to work I need to prioritize the work and I need to prioritize how I work and while it's great to do things for other people I'll fit it in as many times as I can but sometimes you just can't and I think because we work from home it's very easy for people to call on us and say can you just and learning to say, no, I'm working is quite, well, it's a lesson, but people just say, oh, of course you are. And they don't mind because you're just genuinely honest and saying, no, I'm sorry, I can't do that today. Yeah. And, and you know, most people will be kind of, oh, yeah, fair enough, you're working. Sorry, I, di- I didn't realise you were working today or whenever. Yeah, I'm, I think it's when people ask you, I think, it's nice to be asked because really they obviously people um, know that they what well, they trust that you can do it. Mm. That's nice, but I think it's really I, I think it's so important to actually sort of take a you know step back and think actually can I can I fit this in? Is it going to contribute to my life in a way I want it to, or is it yes. just going to be a pressure? You know, a thing I have have to get done because I said I would. So, um, you know, I I just think sort of sometimes it's all a bit. Yeah, it is all for me. It is my fault. It's learning Mm. to rein it back a bit because sometimes you just can't get you do get excited about. Oh, we could do this. We could do that. (laughs) Or you could, you know, I've learned with the Cam Valley Arts Trail that. Mm. There are loads of things we could do. I mean, I, I chair that um, group. And yeah. There's loads of things that would be really exciting to do. But at the end of the day, it would probably be me that's sort of leading that particular thing, you yeah. know, or event. And I haven't got yeah. time. No. No. You so can only stretch yourself so far. And I think that's the thing is, you know, when instead of automatically saying yes, just stopping and thinking, can I give it everything I want to if I say yes? Because when you commit to something, really go all in, but then everything else suffers. 
you know and it you know it might be that your work doesn't suffer because you've got a commitment to get a commission done or whatever and you give your whole heart to that but your family time you know that's it's kind of okay well if I do that how does this impact my family will I be able to you know you know for example take your daughter to uni or whatever or give her time for all those other things that we need to do and that you want to do it's it's a hard hard I I learned sorry I'm waffling a bit but I learned a lot from a friend of mine um, who actually built my website Kerry who I've mentioned a time or two she took some time out from work a while back I mean many years ago because she knew she needed the time and space to actually regroup and get back on track with things that she wanted to do and prioritise. And I think that's such a key thing. It's every now and again, if you don't step back, you kind of were on this path, kind of focused and chugging along. But actually, sometimes we need to just stop and make sure that we're, we're following the map in the way we want to. You know, that we're not just chugging along the road and going in the wrong direction. <laughs> Because, you know, what's that phrase? It's all right running down the road as fast as you can, as long as it's in the right direction. Um, Because sometimes we just get stuck. And you get stuck going in a certain way, thinking, well, this is how it's always been done. But we need to change and we need to, you know, upgrade whatever it is we're doing to make sure we we look after ourselves better. I think one thing we could do, I mean, I was Mm -hmm. thinking of things like, um, time management yes um being clever with your time so I was thinking yeah. you know just to give an example mm-hmm. I'm doing the time to shine course that Alice Sheridan was running is running yeah. and today's one is about um challenges to do a video about mm-hmm. something you're working on I think yeah. I'm gonna have to reread it but at the same time I've also got to finish the Brooklyn Art Library sketchbook yes. sketchbook project. And so I thought, actually, if I combine the two, it's doing mm-hmm. it's one amount of time, but I've done two things I can tick off. Yeah. So just thinking of thing, ways around it so that you can, you know, if you have got things to do, just see yep. parcels parcel up together. So if you're it's a bit like if you if you're going into town. Do you do all your banking, paying this, paying that? You you haven't maybe you need to pop to the shop and pick up that, and you have a list of things you need to do because you're doing that one activity going into town, mm. and you you do a number of jobs all at once. But yeah. I think if you if you're a bit more scattered in your approach because you're stressed, you you don't think clearly, do you? And you not as logical. No, and you've got to do. You know, you do it and you come back and think, oh, bother, I've got to go and do that again now. And it's another half an hour drive to do that. Yeah. And you're just adding more stress into it. Because last yeah. week, when I came over to Caution to pick up the work yeah. from number 19. Yeah. Um, so I picked up the, num- the work from number 19. I dropped off a painting when I was in Caution. Yeah. Um, and then we met for lunch. We did. And we did. And all of that was just thinking, right, okay, I'm going to caution. What has what can be done in caution? Right, okay. Well, if I managed to tie in the painting, and it was nice to actually get all those ticked off my list out out the way because 
I was running into caution. But that's having track, keeping track of what you're doing. Yeah, it is. Making sure if you think of something, just pop it down in your notebook so that you don't forget it again. Because when you've got so much on your mind, things slip your mind. Yeah. It's, it's almost like you're stuffing too much in. Yeah. And it's sort yeah. of, you're not remembering. You know, I'm, I get to the point where I maybe forget things. Yeah. I was down, actually, I have to say, I was down <laughs> in, um, I was picking up a print, a proof um, for some work I was getting I'm making and um on the way back I was thinking oh I could just nip in and get some food for the weekend and um suddenly realize that in five minutes time and I'm at this point about 15 minutes away from home five minutes time I'm supposed to be meeting someone at the house oh no and I thought you know when you have that moment where you're driving you're thinking I can't do anything about it so I, I thought right what do I do what do I do apart from driving at the speed limit um, to get there so I pulled over in in a, a, a little sort of lay-by and I messaged the person and said running running slightly late I will be there and then so I'll see you in see you in 10 minutes and luckily they were late as well which meant you. you know they didn't have to wait particularly long for me but I just thought it's because I hadn't written it down mm. in the back of my mind you know, you see, you, you, I think you've experienced my um, trying to fit everything in before because I am renowned for being late everywhere I go. I've really tried hard this year not to do it too much, but there's always one last thing I try to fit in before I leave the door. And it might be, you know, just shoving a wash in or, or um, I don't know, putting washing on the line or something similar, just kind of. Oh, I can just, I've got five minutes before I go. And in that five minutes, it actually takes 10 minutes. And then I'm five minutes late and then I'm rushing. And so, yeah, so I've tried really hard this year to be, to leave early. And because journeys always take longer than I expect them to as well. <laughs> and I'm rubbish at it. So not only are my measurements always bad, as pre- as listeners will know, I can't measure for toffee. You will also now learn that I my time measurement is rubbish too. I can't judge time. I always think, oh, that'll take me about 15 minutes. It takes half an hour. So, yeah, that's always I, I need to allow more time for things as well. I think that's just a lesson. And I'm getting to kind of my age now where I should really be learning the lessons that I've been struggling with all my life. Um, so, yeah, writing things down leaving earlier than I need to do as far as my brain's concerned and just giving myself time because that panic means I can't drop into the post office and post a card or something similar because uh, they're the things that get lost you know that the silly little things where you just drop a letter in the post because you've got plenty of time well I can't do that because I'm running late now so that gets thrown out the window you know well not literally but <laughs> But they're the, they're the sort of things that go from my brain then. And it's like, oh, Gaina, tragic woman. But yeah, so how are you looking after yourself anyway? Let's let's do that. So how are you looking after yourself? I'm avoiding chocolate. Well done. I'm cutting down on coffee. Excellent. Not Boys. much. I don't I only drink decaf anyway, but not not having it on tap. Oh well done. And just making sure that I 
if I spend so much time on work, then making sure I, I actually do have lunch, making sure that I'm you know, going to the gym, making sure that I do build in some time for a walk. Yeah. You set a timer? I don't, but that's a good idea. Mm. I tend to I tend to work in blocks anyway. I've always worked in blocks, sort of thinking, right, okay, I'll do this for a couple of hours and then I'll move on to the next bit. Or definitely morning and afternoon and evening, I tend yeah. to block out. But I'm also I'm building back into my um diary time to see friends, time to yeah. do those things so that you're not so even if it is a quick half an hour coffee catch up mm. just making sure that i'm doing that because otherwise you're busy just working and not actually sort of engaging with anybody and you just so i think i think the lockdown for us is different in different parts of the world and some people are still in lockdown and some people aren't and it depends i suppose on the country and and where they're up to but it has meant a big disruption in friendships, I think. And it's so important that, that, especially when you do work alone in a studio, that human interaction with just having a giggle or a chat or offloading for half an hour or an hour through the week is crucial. It's crucial. So it's a shorthand language as well. They look at you and go, God, you look rubbish. What's going on? (laughs) I I just think if you if you sort of just doing a bit for every area of your life, just Mm. make or making sure that you're making sure you're not leaving any area out. Yeah. And not to feel guilty that you're not working all the time. You know, I, I think it's you know, I think we often beat ourselves up that we're not doing enough. Mm. I I actually sort of think, actually, I am doing enough and I should, you know, I think you should acknowledge when you are actually doing enough. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I think, I know we've talked about accountability calls here before or rabbited on about them even, but I think that gives me a sense of balance. When I talk to you and Gina on a Monday morning and we figure out what we're doing planning to do the next week it it gives me pause for thought to actually I've achieved more than I thought I did but also gives me permission sometimes I know that both Gina and I have said to you you need to slow down or oh my goodness you've got so much on I know you said last week you said can that be delegated can you pass that yes. on to anyone else? And because you're in such a rush, you are, well, you, me, I forget that actually, yeah, I could have passed, I could pass that on. Yeah. And I did. And it was really like a weight off my shoulders thinking, oh, yeah. that's being handled perfectly. Yeah. I don't have to do it. And um, that was really helpful advice. You know. Yeah, because often there are people who step in. And I know that the accountability call itself may to some people sound like a chore but actually bouncing ideas around can often be one of the best things you can do because you realize oh actually I can only do so much so I'm going to prioritize this this and this this week well actually like I said last week I'm taking a week off 
because I am not expecting myself to do anything, I'm just going to enjoy the company of my mum. And that's the same, I think, for anybody. If you can just kind of take the pressure off and say, my accountability is, I'm just going to look after myself this week. That's good enough. Yeah. It's good enough. I think it is. I think we should all give ourselves a gold star for um, actually acknowledging when you're working too hard and you need to just just be, I suppose, just be. Yeah. Want a better way of explaining it. Yeah. Yeah. This week, though, this week, I'm all feel all recharged. So a week of looking after myself, I feel all recharged. And now I've just got to be good and keep the balance going. Otherwise, I'll be back at square one. But so how's what are you going to what are you doing this week then in your balance? This week, yeah, in my balancing act, um, I am going to um, I've written it down somewhere. I'm sure I'm joking. Um, (laughs) This week. (laughs) <laughs> this week I well I've just booked a field for Ziggy to take her to do some training with which I am going to there's no way I can think about anything other than a mad dog when I'm in a field with her so that's quite good I'm also going to finish off my Brooklyn sketchbook challenge because there are about six pages left to do so I need to get out. No, I don't need to. I would like to get that done. That's also a balancing. I'm trying to change my language. I'm not saying should. I'm saying I'm choosing to because we have a choice. So I am choosing to do that. Um, and there is another thing that I said. What did I say? What was the other thing, Karen? You're doing the time to shine. You're catching up. Oh, the time to shine. Yes, because my dear mama was here last week. Um, I signed up for the Alice Sheridan Time to Shine uh, programme, which is free. No, it's not free. Oh, geez. No, it wasn't. It's not free. It's a paid course, but still very, very good. And yeah, catch that. (laughs) I apologise. going mad. (laughs) I really am. There you go. I've got too much going on through my head. Yeah, so the Alice Sheridan Time to Shine, I'm going to catch up with that because it's not a huge commitment every day. And I've read bits of it, but I haven't actually acted upon them. So I'm going to do that this week. Oh, gosh. But first of all, I'm going to have a cup of tea, I think, to, you know, you liven my brain up. I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna have, I've got, a work, this week I've got a workshop to do tomorrow. My last one with this, this will be the last one for this year. Mm-hmm. And it's going to, it's, you know, it's actually quite, you know, I enjoy doing the workshop, so it is quite nice to think next week I have got Tuesday afternoon free. So it'll be yeah, there. And then cool. I'm I'm I find myself coming back into the studio to paint, which mm-hmm. is good because you know that is actually the way it should be, isn't it? Sort of thing. You find yeah. yourself back painting um without actually thinking about it. So I have been prepping boards and things like that. But I I this week is I've got to finish off um compiling our local parish magazine so that is one of my main main things alongside just keeping up with the time to shine thing and the Brooklyn yeah so I'm just keeping it quite low-key this week yeah me too Um, I feel like that'll kind of ease me back in gently but also I've got um well we've got a few paintings that came back from different exhibitions and different places um, I want to store them better. So I've got some packaging arriving tomorrow and I'm actually going to just sit and take stock of the paintings that were 
that I've got back in my um, storage, wrap them up well um, and tuck them away for another day so that I know that if they do sell online or anything else, I know exactly where they are because I hate being disorganised. So that's a, quite a nice priority this week because I know it won't be too much work um, and it will clear my head. Yeah. Well, that yeah. sounds great. That sounds great. Yeah. And if all else fails, just get the chocolate in. <laughs> well, there is that. And yay for coffee. Woo. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, have, have a lovely, lovely week, Karen. Yeah, and you, and you. And um, yeah, sun shines on your walk. I'm sure it will. It's been absolutely lovely, hasn't it? I just yeah. I just love these sort of, it's quite cold, it's that nip in the air. And um, yeah. I just want to enjoy it. I love it. autumn. I yeah. love autumn so much. It's so pretty. Yeah. Anyway, after I'm lovely after appreciating it. Yep. Love to everybody. Oh, can I just, before we go, sorry, one last thing. May I say thank you to everybody who subscribed to the podcast, which is crazy. But thank you very much. And thank you to those who've commented and told us that they found us. It's really sweet. It's really, it just makes our day. It's like, oh my goodness, that's crazy times. But thank you. It's it's very lovely. Very lovely indeed. Yeah, no, we do appreciate it. And we, we hope we um, continue to um, entertain anyway. Yeah, and <laughs> if you've else. got any ideas on how to find our balance, <laughs> let us know. Yeah, ideas would be good. Yes, yeah, send some comments then. That would be fantastic. Anyway, yeah. we must get on. Lots of love. Yeah, take care. Bye. 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 Same.